We're back. Once again. Movie Mayhem Podcast, the pug of Long Island Podcasts. That's right. <laughs> not the prettiest. Not the not the most popular. Yeah. But, you know. But when you see it, you're like, yeah, I like that one. You know. You know, yeah. that one has a certain charm. It's got a charm. It's That's got right. a charm. That's right. You know? uh, it's your boys, Matt. Brian. And, uh, you know, we are starting the December to dismember. That's right. You know, the four weeks of... Christmas violence, five? Five weeks, brother. God. Oh, right, right, right. Four ain't enough. We need five. We need five. That's right. <laughs> five weeks of, of December uh, where we will be going into my bread and butter, the things that we love to watch more than anything else, action movies. That's people right. People kicking people's asses. We're going to end 2018 with a boot up someone's ass. Yeah. <laughs> a stocking. Just a stocking. A stocking, a stocking stuffed. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and guys, we are going to start it off real, real, real strong. That's right. For me, this is the movie that um, was a big turning point for the action genre at, around the time that it came out. Was it 2014? 14. It really changed American action. I feel like I feel like it did. Yeah. You know, uh, not entirely, but it, it made a lot of people think, huh? Like we we could be doing that. It's like we could be better. Yeah, we could be better. We could exactly. Be better. And then uh, 2016 happened. And I'm like, oh no. We I know. Terrible and people. we went back to it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and who better to lead this renaissance than the man who once revolutionized action movies back in the year 1999, right? And, and also, I think a couple years before that. With speed? Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's, he's changed every. American and, and Point Break. And Point Break, exactly. Oh my God! Exactly. This guy has been on on the forefront of the action uh, of the action genre metamorphosis for the past three decades, oh. and he looks exactly the goddamn same. That's true. Keanu Reeves. Cool Breeze himself. Ooh, baby. Cool Breeze. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Starring in 2014's John Wick. Oh my God. Oh my God. The sleeper hit of 2014. That like. It it came it, like when it came out. I was not on the bo- I was not on board. I'll be honest. I, I know you were. I, I remember. Kinda, I remember. Kind of skipping it. Yeah, I I remember that. And I was like, dude, it, it was really good. But you know, it's not the I strongest. Had my, um, I had my doubts. I was yeah. like, I don't know, like Keanu Reeves. And then I forgot what it was. I I think I just like said, you know what? Fine, I'll just check it out. It's on. Uh, I think uh, I think I maybe uh, caught a. A link on it i don't know Maybe. i think it just became a little more accessible to yeah, you, it came yeah. a little bit more accessible so i checked it out and i was like oh damn oh damn oh damn right right i think it, honestly this is one of the ones that i think my my brother um brought up to me uh where like he'll you know he's he's i guess a little less of a of a pretentious dick when it comes to action <laughs> movies you know so he casts a wide net yeah you know? exactly yeah. and so he's just like oh this is the one right so i checked that out with him i was just like oh this is the one so uh <laughs> directed by david leach who's done a few a few I movies you'll you'll he, you'll, you'll he heard just of. did deadpool 2 he did deadpool 2 he did atomic blonde he did atomic blonde he did uh did he do v for vendetta was he the director on that no he I was just uh, probably just the fight coordinator yeah um which is fair um, he did, well, he was in the, he, he was, he was featured in the mechanic. Did and he's going to be doing, he's going to be directing the new Hobbs and Shaw movie starring The Rock and Jason that, Statham. That's pretty cool because yeah. 
I feel like the the I mean, obviously Jason Statham he can fight. He can fight. He can fight. Yeah. So we're getting good action. And the Rock there. can punch. And the Rock, yeah, exactly. That's it. I don't and know if he's, he can fight. he's gonna be good at making the Rock look like he can fight. Right. You know what I mean? Plus, he was a pro wrestler. Yeah. So he is very good at looking like he can fight. Oh yeah. Yeah. And the and it also was direct uh, co-directed by Chad Stalinsky. Yeah. What? Who uh, he's best known for assistant directing. Uh, he did Civil War. Oh wow! Uh, Hitman, Agent Forty Seven. Oh, okay. Um, Escape Plan, The Hunger Games, Expend the Good Expendables. No, I'm sorry, Good Expendables Two. No, well, not uh, the worst Expendables. Not the worst Expendables. Yeah, but he. Uh, well, I think co-directing or assistant directing Civil War is a really big credit because oh, I really like the action in that movie. And he's uh he's taken on solo. Oh. Solo directing for John Wick 3. Oh, I thought you said he was directing Solo. No. Oh, no, so wait, so Howard. David Leach isn't directing... David Leach stepped out so he could do Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, bigger so, money, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's sure. a, I mean, after Deadpool he 2, do, he got that... But did he do Did he do John Wick 2, David Leach? Yeah, they, they did... That was the last project they did together. Okay. And then, like, they go, all right, we'll do our own Well, all right, well, so the franchise isn't in bad hands. No, no, no. I think it's, this is, like, a good director tree. Yeah. Like, these two guys, they work well together. Yeah. They, I think they worked with the Wachowskis. They work... You know, they, they do their thing. Yeah. They worked with the... Ru- I mean, he worked they, with the They Russo. worked with the Russos. They're yeah. learning. They're learning their game. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh... John Wick... So, uh, just right off the gate, this movie, the selling point is the action. Yes. Right? The selling point is the action and sort of the universe that they start to build. The limited amounts of exposition they give is amazing to the fact that when you realize what they're saying is like, oh, that's so much exposition. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. They say so little. But the thing is, it's like, the... um, what I, this movie does exposition really well. Yes. Well, they'll tell you one thing, but it it gives you so much more. Like what you're saying, pretty much. Yeah. You know that there 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 are movies, tons of movies that the first scene will just be the a character narrating, giving you the entire past 100 years, and they'll tell you every single thing. Right. Right. Just right in your face. But these guys will, you know, they'll say one thing like, "Oh, John Wick." He killed three men with a pencil. And it's like, they'll use things like, though, this is a big crime boss saying that, so clearly he's yeah. scared of him, right? They'll show, like, the little uh, clip on his phone, and they're like, okay, well, he's, he's with it. Mm-hmm. Or even the um, the cleanup guy. Yeah. Right? With the dinner reservation. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Just, like, the how familiar everyone is with him. Mm-hmm. The, the cop that knocks on his door. Yeah. Right? All that goes to... That just, Tells you so much about, like, all right, John's been in the game for X amount of time. He's somewhat above the law. Mm-hmm. You know, there's he's part of a universe of hitmen that goes deep that they even have a cleaning service right, dedicated yeah, like, to it. It's it's his own, like, it's this, yeah, like, this separate universe inside of this regular universe. Right. Like, like an underground. Like an underground, yeah. yeah. And they, they I know they explored that a little bit more. In, they're going to explore it a little bit more each uh, each movie. Each movie, and yeah. it's going to be the Continental TV show. Right. But, like, a lot of movies, when they try to world build, will just go, like, oh, John Wick, blah, 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 here you yeah, go. Yeah, like, Here's everything. Or, like, they'll read, a, like, a police report, and they'll be like, oh, it's... But the fact you have certain characters say it at certain times, you're like, the weight of this situation is heavier than what we think. Yes. Yeah. Like, yes. Even John Wick coming back. Yeah. Like, fucking, uh... But what, what spoke a lot was, like, Willem Dafoe in here. Mm. Even though he was in it for, like, what, like, five minutes? Maybe even less? Yeah, he didn't. He, he was a he was a minor, 
a minor character in appearance, but a major character in, in, in the, the story. In, yeah. Yeah. So like when um, the mob boss goes up to him and like goes, um, "Would you kill John Wick for two million dollars?" He's like, eh, "I don't know." And he's like, "Well, we might double it." And they're like, "Okay," because then you kind of you kind of grasp the idea of, "Oh shit!" Like that's pretty real. Yeah. And yeah. then. And then, like, in the Continental, when you find out that uh, Miss uh, Perkins got more money to break rules, mm-hmm. and you're like, well, she obviously is taking in a lot more, like, like, damn, like, there's so much to this, right. to this world. There's so many layers. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I, and that's the thing, it's little things like that, or even, uh, even when he, when, uh, oh, should we give spoilers for this? It's, uh, this movie's four years old. Yeah. We're gonna be bouncing around, we can't contain it. Yeah, I know, it's too uh, much going I'll on. I'll just, you know what? For safety's sake, yeah, you know, like, oops, that's a ringtone. Because like even he, I, I'll say this part without spoilers, but even when the mob boss says to him, he uh, he goes, you know, oh, like you know, the last of the old guard, you know, right. respect you and that stuff. It just shows a history to it, mm-hmm. so that when he goes to Wick, like how many times do I have to keep saving you? It's like okay, well, this is a mentor figure, right, for Wick, you know? right, yeah, um, which yeah. is pretty great. I know. Uh, okay, so uh, we are going to be spoiling a lot of things, so. There we go. All right, it's let's out speak there. freely. All right. I mean, this still isn't a spoiler, but like, <laughs> first thing I have to say is not really a spoiler. But I, I just, to to keep droning on in your point about uh, exposition, because mm-hmm. I think that's one of the that's uh, probably one of the things this movie did the, like really well. Um, when he walks into the Continental and he sees the front desk guy, right, right the most polite front desk guy, you know. Another movie could have had the like, oh, John Wick. If you are back, it means that you know we are about to. It's about to be like you know, the, like you're the, the biggest hitman of all time, and and then you quit, and to come back, it must mean, and then you, you and you know, he could have just our established uh, a hotel, the Continental, where hitmen have come for hundreds of years. Like he, like other movies would just have him say all that they, to somebody uh, like John, who obviously knows it. Did you ever get to see Triple uh, X Return of Xander Cage? The newest one? The newest one? Absolutely not. Okay. Well, I, I had the pleasure of seeing <laughs> mm. it. So there's one character whose only job is to basically, like, uh, verbally fluff Vin Diesel's ego. Ugh. So basically everybody. Yeah. I feel like if this was in, if this was written or handled by different people or maybe given a bigger budget, mm. this character would have been in there mm-hmm. and it would have been, there would have been a trainee at the front desk being like, oh, I'm such a big fan. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I'm a first day John Wick, the guy who killed five thousand people. Blah blah blah. Right, blue. right. Like, they probably would have told you what the impossible task exactly. Was. Yeah. And I and I like the idea that it's just like the impossible task from the description is we gave him an idea, and the the foundation on which our organization is built on is lined with the bodies he killed. Yeah. And you're like, could have been one guy, right? But it could have been a million guys too. <laughs> I never thought of that, like, actually. That he could have just killed one important guy. He could have just guy. killed one guy. <laughs> and, like, the thing is, and the fact that they don't, ever, and they kind of just, and the son never goes, well, what's the impossible test? What's this? What's that? Yeah. It's like, it's just understood, like, it doesn't matter right. the number. It matters that it was done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could have said, like, we asked him to kill all of our enemies and to, <laughs> right. you know, make a shish kebab out of them and then put our flag on top we of the shish We asked him to kebab. finish building the Freedom Tower. Right. <laughs> it took so long to get done. We didn't think one man could ever do it. But he was able to build to the spire. Do you yeah. understand? <laughs> yeah. Without a crane. Which, which shows two things. One, that he really is a man of, uh, of focus, commitment, and willpower that right. cannot be stopped. And two, how much he loved his wife. Right. Like, because he was willing to do all of that. 
Just to get out. Just to get out and be with her. Yeah. And so it drives home the sentimental value of the dog, you know, oh, yeah. even more than he already, even if you just, even if there was no connection to his wife. Right. And he just got a dog that they killed. I really like that dog. I would really, <laughs> I would still side with John Wick. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. Entirely. 100%. But because it was the his last connection to his dead wife, mm. that he loved enough to elevate a crime organization <laughs> to the highest level by destroying like millions of bodies. The, the I will have to say like I do have some negatives on this. Of course, movie, yeah. And of I do have and I and there's going to be a lot of positives. And I feel a lot of the positives are going to come from after the dog dies. Yeah. Because in the beginning, it, it it runs a little. It feels slow. like it runs a little slow. slow which yeah. I get. You know, they're setting it up. They're setting up this connection to his I mean, wife. They said, and yeah. that and that's not like you. you as an action fan, you don't think you signed up for that, mm-hmm. but I think we've we've uh, discussed this in other movies with romance angles in action movies where they drive the action because it makes it mean more. Right. Where there's stakes to it, there's a reason to it mm-hmm. instead of just some fucking whack job just running around killing people. Right. Um, I felt that the beginning was kind of just a collection of shots to move everything up into a point. Yeah. Like it didn't feel linear. I agree. So kind of like, here's a shot, he's upset that his wife died. And it could have been like, six months later, here's, gets a dog, or, you know, shit like that, where, like, it didn't, it didn't feel, it didn't feel connected to me. And then, also the ending, um, when he walked into the vet and stole a dog, I was like, I, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> like it could have been someone's It could have, I could have been someone's dog you yeah. stole. It had a collar. <laughs> it did. Yeah. It, like, what's the deal? Yeah. Like, was this a kill shelter? Like... I, I, I was I hoping... Thinking, it, yeah. I was thinking it would be something like that. Yeah. yeah. But, like, he had no connection to that dog going in. Mm-hmm. But, um... But, yeah, like, that that's small potatoes to, like, the actual movie. Yeah. I... So, I kind of saw it, like, um... Something like Aliens. Okay. Aliens takes about half hour yeah, to get good. To so, does the, so, he doesn't actually start fighting people until almost half hour into the movie. Right. And it's sort of the same thing, where it's all set up... But this was more, like, while Aliens was setting up, like, the universe, the storyline, the eventual, like, sabotage, you right. know, all of that, this one was, like like you said, setting up the emotion, yeah. setting up the weight behind it. Um, which is interesting, because when you watch the movie, and you're watching the action, sometimes I forget about the dog. Right. I forget about the dog until I see, um, uh, uh... You know, Theon Greyjoy again. Right. You know, um, he's the only time I actually remember. Like, oh, that here's that that is son it? of a bitch that killed a dog. It's also kind of a this movie is kind of weird because it was a movie that felt like it was made without a sequel in mind. Mm. So like they kind of just made it to make it, mm-hmm. and they're like, all right, if they don't like it, they don't like it. But if they like it, we have an open world to play with. Yeah, like we have like we have a deep pool. But if they want to stay in the shallow one. It's fine. It's full of floaties. Like, let them enjoy it. Wow. Yeah. That's a really good uh, simile. Yeah. I, I, I know. I'm really picking up on it. I smacked my head on the beam earlier. So it just made you smarter. So much smarter now. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. Um, because the movie really was complete, right? Yeah. From the looks of it, he took out all of his enemies. Yeah. All the loose ends were tied up, you know? Not enough... to say that this was an airtight narrative, you no, know? No, yeah, exactly. His like... movie story was that was hardly the driver <laughs> Of, of of the film, you right? Know? But we've done like we've done movies before where the story is like like how we did uh, Here Comes the Night or The Night Comes for Us. Yeah, like the story was nothing compared to what the what the action was supposed to be. Right, and then you like 
you, you look at the and then you look at that story compared to this story it's like well why would he do that we don't understand why he would save this girl or why right. he would risk everything to save this girl right but we understand why john wick would kill a whole like plethora of of russian mobsters yeah in multiple locations around new york city mm-hmm. or new jersey mm-hmm. and like you, you get you get the idea of like even though um the the team in uh, the Night Comes for Us is really good. Mm-hmm. It's just that this team is a little better because they understood their story right. helps their action. I agree. Yeah. Um, there. Yeah. In the Night Comes for Us, their story was simply there to give them an excuse to make movies, and the and the and the action films didn't fit the story. Right. You know, like oh, he saved a girl. Sure. Right. Right. But why? Why? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like what is that? That represents yeah him saving himself, but. From what? You know? Like, what was the change of heart that made him, like, after killing for the triad for six years... Right. You know, that made him think... Like, what was the straw is... that broke the yeah, camera's back? Yeah, exactly. Know? Right. At what point did he push the papers on the desk going, that's enough! Right, because the things done, honestly speaking, the things done after he saves the girl are far worse than what would than just killing the girl. Right, yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> killing, like, like, it's a lot of lives lost. <laughs> Like, he, uh, and also, like, why was it just that girl I was saved when there was an entire village of people that had absolutely no defense to this? That you were fine. And you were fine just watching them get mowed down. Yeah, you were fine with it. It doesn't make sense. There's no emotional connection between him and the girl. Um, he doesn't even, like, ask what the girl's name is halfway through the movie. Like, she makes familiar connections with everybody. Yeah. But he doesn't reciprocate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, then you realize it's hardly about the girl. It's about now they say it's now it's not about the girl. Now it's between him and his right. his best friend. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I don't know. The, right, the movie has its problems, but it's still pretty good. You should check it out. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Well, but, back to... but this movie was a lot more like John Wick, a lot more focused. Yes. You know, I, he's I uh, I kind of I kind of think about um, Mikey's girlfriend Anna. Anna. Yeah. Who we talked to uh, at the end of our review of what movie? The World's was? End. The World's End. Where she didn't like John Wick at all, and it was mostly because she didn't think that um, she didn't think that the killing spree felt justified, right? Given the given the dog, this is one dog, right? right? The thing is, it's classic not classic heartless person. Yeah, Anna. yeah. Well, you sociopath. <laughs> yeah. We're kidding. We're kidding. She's by very legal nice. standards, it's not justified. Right. But this is this is a world that operates differently than our own. You know, John Wick is uh, like. Is somebody who, like you said, he all he wanted to do is spend time with his wife, so he did an impossible task. Right. He did the impossible task, right? Um, he will do whatever it takes to, I don't want to say get what he wants, but... No, he when he has something in mind, he, he's a, like, it, he would be accomplished in any field he was in. Mm-hmm. It's like if he was a CEO, he'd be like the fucking biggest CEO. If he was a mechanic, if he was a mechanic, he'd be the best mechanic. He'd be Mad Max. Everywhere. He would like yeah. he would anything that he sets his mind to, he co- accomplishes at the best of his ability. Right. So the fact that he is a murderer mm-hmm. and he has to and he wants to like and he wanted his he wanted his peace. So that's what his goal was to have peace. So he will fucking murder everybody in the yeah. way so that he could find his own peace. Yeah, the world that they operate in, it, 
is the the currency is murder. Right. The foundation is murder. Mm-hmm. You know, so him killing all those people, it's not overkill. It's what they do. Yeah. You know, um, and it was only people that got in his way. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like random strangers. And he gave people outs as well too. The Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash. He gave like, Kevin Nash an out. <laughs> like, you wanna you wanna take the night off? Yeah. Like, yep. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for that. I'll I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> Like if you, but if you attack him, he'll attack back. Yeah, and he will kill you. And he'll fucking win. He'll win. Yep. Yeah, he'll win. Um, yeah, and I, and you know, so it's not really an answer for her. No. But you just have to. It there is a suspension of disbelief mm-hmm. that's involved in any action movie where you just have to be like, okay, look, killing for these people, murder and is just not that big of a deal. Right. You know, it's not the big like mortal sin that it is i mean it is but like that's not as heavy a weight for them as it is for the average person right so it may not feel justified to you but if you can suspend your your disbelief and put yourself in that world these are people in his way and nothing's getting in his way right yeah you know and it's that simple Mm -hmm. so uh and maybe because we'll never be on that level or capable of doing no, anything yeah, exactly, like that, yeah. you know, that we can't put ourselves in those shoes. Like, would you kill all those people to to avenge a dog? It's like, well, I couldn't even if I wanted yeah, to. Yeah, it's like, I don't have the skills. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, um, I don't have the cardio for that. Right. <laughs> Yo, yeah. <laughs> um, but he does. Yeah. All right. But anyway, look, we're 20 minutes into it. Let's get into where this movie... Uh, do you want to go into a, a couple more negatives first before we go into where this movie really shines? Um, no, we can always double back to the negatives. Okay. Because we could end it on a negative note. Yeah. And we could end it sourly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like, we're, like I think we're going to be peppering in negatives because we're going to bring up some points and we're like, well, if we don't like that, we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the action. Ooh, boy. Right. So, the action... Whew. If you've seen, if you've heard any of our episodes about a good action movie, yeah. you'll you know what we look for in a fight scene. We look for really good choreography. We look for hits that look like they connect, look like they hurt. Long shots. Yeah. Uh, Drawn like uh, wider angles. Wider angles. Camera movement. Fucking uh, even music to it. Um, yeah. Like there's there's a flow. Uh, what the the crazy thing is, unironically, I watched the. Uh, Every frame, of, every frame of painting, Jackie Chan kind oh, of yeah. new one. Yeah. And if you guys check that out, uh, every frame of painting. I don't know why he doesn't make videos anymore, mm. but uh, he did one on Jackie Chan action comedy. Mm-hmm. And they show you like Jackie Chan even says like if you watch it a good action movie, you could see someone who fights they'll they won't move the camera. Yeah. But if you could find someone who does, if someone who can fight. They'll move the camera because they're bad fighters. Yeah, to, yeah. It's so they, they keep switching the camera angle and stuff to hide their, the, 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 the weak character's inability to fight right. or the actor's inability to fight. But with Keanu Reeves, he went through three-gun three, three gun training. Mm-hmm. He went through his jiu-jitsu training, his, his taekwondo training. He is a legit martial artist. Was not it? not a legit martial artist, but, like, he is trained. He practiced. They said, like, I think he, he trained for, like, Four months or six months? Yeah, like for each hour, movie. For each movie. And like eight hours a day. Yeah. So, good on him. Yeah, at the age of like 50. Yeah, that guy's... Immortal. Yeah, he's immortal. Immortal. Because he does things in this movie that I cannot do. You know? And I <laughs> am probably in, in the peak, like, uh, shape of that I'll ever be in. Right, yeah. Well, and I can't You're half of that. his age. Yeah. And you're like... I have, I have another 20, like, I have another 26 years to, like, get on that level. Yeah, right. And you're like, um, I can't do that. No, I, I gotta fix teeth. <laughs> yeah, I, there's teeth to fix. I can't Jumping do it. on one patient and using yeah, yeah. swinging and drilling on another 
<laughs> like, he's like, a good dentist, but I really wish he'd stop John Wicking everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's really messy. My calling, my calling is elsewhere. I can't. I. I. I couldn't do it. I mean, it. that is a pretty dope assassin name, though. The dentist. The dentist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of set you up. Or a really bad pro wrestling name. Yeah. Yeah. Like Ivan Yankum the. Yeah. Also, DDS. shout out to Adam Cole's girlfriend who just graduated from University of Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Dental School. Oh. So she's a, an actual dentist and a pro wrestler. Good for her. Living the dream. There you go. Um. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Good friend of the show. Good for yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's the thing. He's well trained. He practiced the choreography. He spent a lot of time on it, mm-hmm. and it shows. Yeah. And they sh- and and they are confident in his ability, so they show them. Uh, compare that to. Um, it, you know, it's the difference between Daredevil and Iron Fist. Two Netflix shows, both now canceled. Yeah. Right, both about Marvel heroes. Netflix, really good stunt coordinator. Charlie Cox trained a uh, pretty, pretty yeah. well, not as well as uh, Keanu Reeves. No, well, and, you you train for the budget you have. Right, and 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 then they're able to give us things like the hallway scene yeah. in part one, the um, prison scene and hallway scene and staircase scene in in, in season two. And well, then the the prison scene in season three, upstages all of it. I haven't seen season. You got to watch season three. Okay. Um, Iron Fist, on the other hand, there's reports that they gave him twenty minutes before the scene was shot to learn the choreography. That's, that's so on. That's like unprofessional. It's, like it I is. can't even take it out on the actor. No, it's not his fault. He it's so unprofessional on the production. It is. Like you like, especially when you're the character that he's supposed to portray. Mm. Is the greatest martial artist right, exactly. in Asia? In, you know, in the, in the Marvel universe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and there's there's so many like different things they could have done, uh, to make Iron Fist look like a good fighter. Yeah, they're like, like I uh I know in uh, the last thing I saw was the Defenders. Mm-hmm. So like in the Defenders is that boardroom slash uh, hallway scene where yeah. like everyone's fighting. That was pretty good. Yeah. So I f- you have your best your best fighters really go like Charlie Cox, mm-hmm. and then everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, Mike Coulter is really good at punching and throwing. Throwing, yeah. Uh, Jessica Jones is good at the, the edited fight because she's, she's not a fighter. No. But her character's not. Her character's not. So a, it's a little more forgivable. Yeah, her character's a brawler. Yeah. And, and the action is not really the highlight of Jessica Jones. No, it's show, more of the, anyway. It's a story. It's a, right. it's a mystery. Yes. And then you have uh, Iron Fist in the boardroom with, like, 20 guys. I feel like if they just show the, the hallway fight... If they like kind of just they see Iron Fist get surrounded by the dudes, cut away from him, and then they just show that they show Charlie Cox and Mike Coulter and and uh, Kristen Ritter going off in the hallway, mm-hmm. and they, they kind of have a little bit of trouble, and then you cut back, and then at the end of their fight, so make it like instead of having it like a five minute fight, mm-hmm. having like a two and a half minute fight where mm-hmm. it's like oh they look like they they really got taken to two, mm-hmm. and then you cut and then. Uh, Iron Fist walks out the door and you just see everybody just fucking just sure just messed up. Yeah, and he's like, "Well, what happened?" <laughs> right, but it puts him up on the same exactly. level with them. like off screen. Right, but they feel compelled to show action scenes even though they're 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 not invest they're not they're not actually like they don't take the action seriously. Yeah, it's like they only put the scene in because they they have were, to. they have to. Yeah, and that's when it's not good. These guys and John Wick are passionate about the action scene. They don't have to hide anything. No. So what you're suggesting would have been great to cover up the weaknesses of of the actor and of I guess the team mm-hmm. that did the defenders, but John Wick does not have those weaknesses. No, also it couldn't it, it wouldn't have worked if you had those weaknesses. Right. Like right. like it would not like I don't think if someone didn't train as hard as Keanu did, John Wick would have failed. Yeah, cuz think 
Think about, you know, that I'm calling him the Baba Yaga. Yeah. And talking about the impossible task. The mechanic punching the, the biggest crime boss in the city's face. Right. And his son in the face, right? And then the crime boss understanding yeah, okay, yeah, because yeah. he messed with John Wick. Yeah. That was, that's, that's so, that's another great scene of building John Wick's character yes. where it's like, why did you strike my son? Well, he stole John Wick's car. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And hangs up. Hangs up. And I love I love the scene between the dad and the son. Yeah. Where um, they like he gives him the drink. Mm-hmm. He so he opens up this new bottle. It looks like vodka, I guess. They're Russian. They're yeah. So he opens up this new bottle of vodka. You could tell because it's got all this fancy shit on it. And it's like, so he pours it. I was like, oh, here you go. Have a drink. The kid fucking. Downs it. Downs it real quick because you could tell this kid has no patience. Right. He has no control. Right. He's 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 reckless. Right. Well, his dad kind of slowly drinks it. Mm-hmm. Then he fucking punches him Guts, in the, right in the gut. Right in the gut. And he throws kid, it all up. Kid throws up and then he puts his vodka down and opens up something older and stronger and he pours it. He's like, because that's what um, a seasoned person would do. Yeah. It's like, he's not going to drink this frou-frou shit. He's yeah. going to drink something he knows. The classic, yeah. The classic. He's had time to acquire the taste right. so he's like you fucking idiot you right. two fucked us <laughs> and, and and also like he knew he was gonna punch that stuff out of his son he's not gonna waste the good stuff exactly yeah. <laughs> he's not gonna waste the good shit yeah. if he's gonna if he's gonna be thrown up on the floor yes but, but he um, it, it's real that scene in itself outside of the pencil outside of the Babiega one thing that he says that really like drives home the respect he goes mm. this is a man of focus commitment and willpower three things that you know very little about. <laughs> right, yeah. So you show that this man respects John Wick more than he does his own son. Exactly, you yeah. Um, and it's... It, it, all that building up would mean nothing if Keanu Reeves couldn't go. Right. You know? So that's the thing. They're, they're comfortable building him up like that, and it's a little less ego-stroking than it is when, like, someone does it for Vin Diesel, mm. because Wick backs it up. Yeah. The first fight scene in his house. Ooh, Ooh daddy. Oh, boy. It, a, oh lord a whole lord lord <laughs> there, oh it's so good lord there's he, there's one uh, he uh goes around like a like a like a bookcase j- like shoots a guy jumps on like like monkey sprawls him right. while he's monkey sprawled shoots another guy and then flips the dude over pops them both in the head yeah oh oh so good oh. so good that is and they showed all of it no oh. cutaway no anything yeah like it was long takes yeah and this is the like this is the same crew. I just uh I just checked it. Um, you saw Atomic Blonde, right? Yeah. Okay, so you know same that director. Fu- you same. know that same director, same cinematographer. Oh, so same stunt crew. So same, so same crew. Oh. So like they know how to work that yeah. that action shot. So if you see Atomic Blonde, movie's not great, but the action's the, really good. the action's really good. And there's yeah. the final fight scene, Oof. which is. Oh my god, amazing. One take. Spoiler for fucking Atomic Blonde. Yeah, one shot. I would not talk about it. I would not give that movie a review. We were thinking about it. Yeah. But the only reason why I would think about giving it a review is because of that fucking fight scene at the end. Yeah. And and also, Charlie Theron is the man. It's like like a 12 minute one shot. (laughs) Yeah, it's That's just her going to hell. Yeah. It makes Birdman look fucking like. (laughs) Yeah. Birdman won an Oscar for doing a one take. Uh, a a, a one shot um, long take film, which you know, which is mostly it. dialogue. Yeah, but <laughs> this was yeah it deserves it in its own way. But like they're very clear, like you yeah. know, fa- fa- like false cuts. Yeah. Whereas, but they're just ta- like you said, they're just talking to each other. Right. Michael Keaton will go yell at Emma Stone, go and embarrass himself, repeat. Right. John Wick is out here, like doing the most 
choreographed, coordinated, athletic things that you will see in film in the next five years. Right. Outside of the sequel, that is. Yeah. And they showed all of it no problem. Yeah. <laughs> it is wild. I, I, I found that, you know, they so the movie just cycles between what it does really well, which is show John Wick doing dope stuff, mm-hmm. or rather, it'll cycle between tell, telling the audience how cool John Wick is, John Wick showing you how cool they are. Right. Telling the audience how cool John Wick is, showing you how cool John Wick is. Yeah, it's like... Yeah. It's the quickest foreshadowing ever. Yeah. It's like, oh, John Wick's pretty badass. Oh, he just murdered, like, 18 people. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> but Even, um... I think, like, what makes this movie, like... Because um, I remember when Taken came out, yeah. and people were like, oh, whoa, this is, like, the greatest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and I think why Taken was, like... Because, like, all right, Liam Neeson's, like, 78 years old. Mm-hmm. But, like, that was the... I feel that was the end of the... I was coming to the peak of the quick cut fight scenes. Mm-hmm. You know the, uh, you know he has. There was some good shit like in the it. born identity. The type, born identity. Like the shaky shake, cam. Yeah. yeah. But then this came out, and you're like, because then action kind of got stale. Mm-hmm. And you're like, all right, well, there's Marvel movies, there's this, but uh, and then John Wick comes out, and it's like, oh, motherfuckers can fight now. Right. Like let's so do it. So we're doing that now. So then we're doing this, and like fucking. And I then think, you see it. Then you because you'll actually see Marvel movies change to for yeah. that too. I mean. I'm really glad that you show that that you told me that the assistant director also assistant directed Civil War because if you watch the action in the Captain America movies mm-hmm. in Civil War and the Winter Soldier which also came out in 2014 by yeah, the way. That's how I was looking up. Yeah. Seeing if like we, we, we Winter Soldier up. also came out in 2014. The action in those two movies completely different than everything before it. Yes. Captain America 1 would be like he would throw one kick and the guy would go for it. It was like Luke Cage it's, type fighting. It was jumps and kicks. Yeah. Yep. Whereas in here it's martial arts, yo. Yeah. And uh, and on top of that he's powered. Yeah. You know? Um, Civil War that scene between um, when they when they when him and Bucky double team Iron Man. Right. All and they again, wide angle, they show it all happen. They passing the shield around, dodging his attacks. Yeah. Like they show it all because the Black Panther fight on the rooftop. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that movie, that action isn't as honestly. It's not as good as John Wick's. Well, it's not as brutal as John Wick's. It's more and like it's not sterile, as profe- and it's not as professional. It's yeah. clean. Yeah, it's, it's, it's clean. It's clean. It's too clean. It's too clean. It's squeaky. Um, and it's and part of it is because well, obviously Chris Evans can't fight, but um, he can't. Yeah, he, he's got the arms for it though. Yeah. Pulling the helicopter. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. Um, but yeah, and, and you know, but you can see there's there's, I don't want to say an inspiration, but yeah, maybe I'll say an inspiration that like clearly after John Wick, um, these movies are attaining like okay, the one hit and the guy goes flying or shaky cam or su- like yeah, either it. Superman or Born Identity type stuff. That's not it anymore. Right. That ain't it, Chief. Yeah. <laughs> you know we gotta we, we gotta we, back it up and try it again. We have to back it up exactly. When the Netflix shows are outshining their movies. Yeah. Because the Netflix shows have someone like Phil Severa on it, friend of the show. Shout out to Phil yeah. Severa. Um, One of the original good homies. Yeah, that's right. That you know, then you know that we're on a. There's Ooh. a. Also, and when uh, your a hundred and fifty million dollar movie gets shown up by a twenty million dollar movie. Mm-hmm. And with he's got better action, like I think that's why people like really dug Deadpool when yeah. it came out because it was sixty million dollars. The action was, you know, the action was good because you know Phil Sedaris did it. Yeah. But like I don't know, like I think a lot of it gets hidden because you can't tell if it's Ryan Reynolds doing the fighting. Yeah. 
Like, uh, but... Well, the action in Deadpool 2 was really good. Yeah. Much better, actually. Well, yeah, because it's, uh... I felt like it was more arms and shit. Like, a more arm action. (laughs) Like, a lot of guys got their arms broken in Deadpool. Like, that's what I feel like. It's like a little bit more army. Limbs limbs flying around. Yeah, limbs flying. Yeah. Um, I think, like, with, uh, with John Wick, it's just... Yeah, it, it all comes back to the whole fact that you, you set him up as controlled, focused, yeah. and disciplined, where yeah. he's not going to make him, he's not going to throw a wild shot just because it's like, I could, all right, I could do a knockout punch here. It's like, I'm going to, I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a knife to the gut so I can bring in this guy, break his elbow, mm-hmm. and then stab him in the neck. Mm-hmm. Like that's, and, and he did, he did that in the, in the dance club. Yeah. Where, like he brought him in just to break his arm. Yeah. You know. He did it again at the very end. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He allowed himself to get hurt because he knew that's like in a calculated risk. Mm-hmm. This is the safest bet. Yeah, it was calculated. Yeah. Even you could even see in the end, he points him towards the same wound. Right. Because he's like, well, it's busted it's open. open anyway. Yeah. Yeah, he might as well come on in, and then turned it around on him. Yeah. Uh, and let's talk about the fight club. Let's talk about the the dance club scene okay. actually. Because what I really like about this movie is that every every um set piece mm-hmm. is very is unique. Right and enhances the action in its own way, right? So, um, in the in the dance club, for example, the lighting, yeah, really, the, a lot of neon purple and blue, right? Which it found its way onto some of the promotional material as well. Yeah, you know, um, I thought that did a it was really really cool and stylized, you know, um, you had a you had a lot of like glass that he was that they I think one of the only slow mo shots in the movie is when he's like shooting at Theon Greyjoy right. and like the glass is like breaking for, with each shot and it's just showing you like how close he is but yeah, he, know, each time it's just getting it's right there but not quite yeah you know um but uh, you see in in the Fight Club scene he gets a little more in over his head and I think this is one of the things that John Wick one does a little better than John Wick two right actually um is that really makes him seem mortal. Okay. Um, so there's one guy, the one guy, there's one guy that throws him off a balcony. Yeah, that was, I was going to bring that up because you're like, that's an awkward shot. Yeah. Like, it, it, it was, it, yeah. right? It, he looked like he fell like too fast and stopped too yeah, suddenly exactly. or something and like, like that. Yeah, like he got a hit and you're like, ooh. Yeah. It's like, it's like you felt it, like, yeah, like it, it felt like it hurt, but you're like also like, I was just like a dummy. Like, it didn't yeah. feel real. Yeah, it didn't feel real. Yeah. Exactly. Because, I mean, also with the limited budget, the CGI is not the greatest mm-hmm. so maybe that was like a that's like a very rough like cgi fall yeah like they probably just did it like a green screen somewhere and like it just didn't play right yeah it's not like the poop that they had that they had the cgi seriously i mean think about this is a, a twenty thousand dollar movie and 20 five million. twenty million sorry twenty million dollar movie and five thousand of those dollars <laughs> went, went towards a cgi dog poop yep that oh that's um that's a thing like the so the dog that he um adopts that dog that he gets in the beginning um he goes out to poop as, as dogs it, do as dogs do take and some shits they spent five thousand dollars like using cgi to create like a cgi dog poop because you can't give laxative to a puppy mm. um but like why didn't they just use like a fake one from like a prank store or something yeah i don't know i don't think anybody knew <laughs> yeah all right <laughs> This yeah, probably I, like a PA like that would have cost. $3. I think I have one in my house down the road. Yeah, like, yeah. I got. I might have something. No, it's all right. We got it. Yeah. So I spent like days like refining it, making yeah. sure the coil is like make sure it's steam. Yeah. Brother. But uh, stupid. Uh, uh, that was stupid. But anyway, um, yeah. So and then again, you see more of him di- displaying like a different uh different styles of, of fighting. Right. Right. So you'll see him 
throw throw down like a bunch of people like um like a lot of judo throws a lot of jujitsu you'll see a lot of like a little more hand to hand fighting mm-hmm. and that's just sometimes where you'll see he like takes a lot of the beatings right is when he goes like toe to toe with some of these guys yeah because he doesn't have it like he did before like reflex when he had the fight scene with uh, Miss Perkins mm-hmm. in the uh, in the hotel mm-hmm. you could tell that she is still practicing yeah while he is just remembering mm-hmm. yes yeah yeah. Because yeah. he's on the defensive for a lot of it. Um, she gets a lot of really good shots on him, almost chokes him out a couple times. Yep. You know, um, and he's able to just ring it around at the last second. Yep. Um, and, like, so just a, he beat her just because, you know, his experience. He's just got a little more experience than yep. her. Um, so he was able to use things like the, the bed and, like, yeah. and stuff to, to overpower her. Um, but really, yeah, he's not one to just grab someone in a fireman's carry and toss her into a fucking no, yeah. TV. But... He did that because he, like you said, was rusty, he was injured, he didn't have any other sort yeah. of, uh, his technique and his skill and his reflexes weren't there. Mm-hmm. So he just had to overpower her. You know, and I like that the movie took its time to show that, because you would have another movie where, yeah, he's injured and he's bleeding, like, right. say that, say the night comes for us. Right. He would have just forgotten he was bleeding and had a full-on martial arts yeah. you know, and he would have broke her leg with a fucking kick to the knee. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, even with, like, even with The Rock, like, in uh, Skyscraper, oh, he's, mm-hmm. he's all busted up and everything, but he's gonna lift up a bridge. Right. You know, it's like... It doesn't act, yeah. Yeah, it He never shows his, like, you, they tell you he's fatigued by having his outfit tattered up. Right. But he never shows his fatigue. True strength is not measured by how much you can lift. It's just measured by how much you could take. Right. And John Wick took a ton of beatings. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, if you... If Sorry, Matt. Stop hitting the gym. Just get better at getting taking punches. Well, the thing is, is that if you can take all those punches and still lift something like that... Right, exactly. You know? Uh, like, uh... Yeah, like, it, yeah, all right. Let me refine that. It's not, you know... You can't just, you know, power lift the way out of thing. you got to be able to power lift... While getting punched in the kidney, mm-hmm. you know, there's like the rock. A lot of the rock movies, while they're fun and they're entertaining, he never has gone up against a villain that's like on the same footing as he is. Yeah, he's never had like an equal. He's never been the smaller guy in the fight. He's never been an underdog. It's like right. he, he, yeah, he faced like forty terrorists, but they're all like five foot six. Yeah, and a hundred and eighty pounds. Right. And he's like, I'll just smack you in the face and you're down. Yeah, like it, like he, like. That's what, although Deckard's a pretty good match for him, though. Like you watch, he's, like he's quicker, he's and, quicker and more athletic yeah. that way. Um, and I think in Fast Five, Vin Diesel was sort of a good match for him because they're both just like big bruisers, you know. Even though I, like their they fight scene, they yeah. didn't really fight. Did they? they had a fight scene. Oh, they did. They had a fight scene yeah. um, when they, they infiltrated uh, when they found Vin Diesel and they found their hideout. Oh, okay. They had a pretty good fight scene there, actually. Um, well, yeah, it was just a brawl. Yeah. yeah. Well, the problem was that it ended with Vin Diesel winning, which yeah. is completely Stupid. unrealistic. Yeah. You know? Even, like, from, even within, like, first of all, Vin Diesel can't beat The Rock, but even within the story, right? like, you really think, like, like, Toretto can beat Shaw? Like, no, he no. can't beat, like... Like, Hobbs, rather? The idea no. that Dom Toretto can beat up anybody is hilarious. Yeah. Because all he's done is steal cars... And drink beer. Drink beer, yeah. drink Ronas... Yeah. And hit people with a fucking wrench. Yeah. While... Although that is how he won, though. Like, is, by hitting it, him with a wrench. Hitting him with a wrench. That, that is, is how like, the one thing he's... Yeah. Keep him away from a wrench. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, Hobbs is a, you know, he, he's a specially trained operative of a government agency. Right. So he knows how to fight. Shaw, same thing. Like, black ops for British intelligence. Right. It's like, so they and know Toretto's how... 
some guy from L.A. Yeah, steals cars. <laughs> steals cars, beat up a guy with a people, wrench. Beats up one guy with a wrench, drinks Coronas. Drinks Coronas, talks yeah. about family. And they're all on the same level? He's got the power of family. So he's That's got... it, it's the power of family. I would love it in the next one. The thing one. is, he's John like... Wick doesn't even have that. Yeah, he, <laughs> his still... family was taken away from yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> he's got the power of losing his family. <laughs> um, the more members he loses, the stronger he gets. <laughs> he absorbs their life <laughs> source. <laughs> um, oh, you know what, let's talk about the gunplay in here too. Okay. Because you have uh, really, really, really like good technical like yeah. uh, like gunsmanship, where you know, the reloading is fast, sharp, and they'll show you too. Yeah, you know they're not like they're they'll. That's one of the, like the few little vanity points of the movie is that like look how fast you can do this. You yeah, know? it's like heat. Click. Like how fast you can go. Yeah, you know like he'll like he'll empty this one. Um, he'll empty out the 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 his auto rifle. Right. right switch to the pistol. Take out a few more guys. Go behind the car, and they'll show. You just like he'll he'll drop the mag without touching it, you know, like right, yeah. get the other one in there in three seconds, take out two more guys, and it's and and his aim, his stance, you know, everything I was, is just classic. I mean, I like the the nightclub gun gun scene, mm-hmm. um, but I wish it was knives for some reason. Well, I actually thought it was interesting that the knife um, that got him at the end, right? Um, that I thought that was good. When they whipped out the knife there. Yeah. Yeah, you think that... The, didn't they actually whip out a knife at some point in the, in the they, fight club? At the, at in the, the dance club? I think in the mini-boss battle. Yeah. But no, yeah, when he stabbed himself. Yeah. No, but I'm like saying, like, I kind of wish that instead of just... Because they're just firing these guns with people running around. And I'm always like... I, I don't like the idea of, like, people just shooting mm-hmm. in a club. Because mm-hmm. it's got strobe lights and shit. Yeah. I wish that, like... I think they did it in John Wick 2 in the mirror scene was that also guns I think I gotta rewatch there were it. guns in that yeah I kinda <laughs> wish that it was cause I like the idea of shit going on and them and people not knowing about it and the gun well I think that's the only reason I let that happen with the guns and the music right right so, no yeah but people still caught on yeah. and they ran out but I yeah. would've liked to see them just take out like 30 guys and then get out of there before just, like, anyone and notices and no one knows what's going mm-hmm. on all they do is just see people going down yeah yeah and, like, and they just keep going about their business I can see that I mean, but then again, like, that's such, like, a minor, like, like, oh, I wish this happened. But yeah. it's like... Uh, I like, wish he killed the guy in this spectacular she, yeah, fashion exactly. instead of the other spectacular fashion. Like, he fucking, like, he murked out uh, Kingpin's lawyer from yeah. season one, like, yeah. real Wesley, quick. Yeah, And then, uh, yeah, he... Nah, this is, it was a really, it was a really good scene. It's just, you know... Well, let's talk about the mini-boss battles. Okay. Because he's got a couple. He's got a few. Right. There's the dance. There's the dance club one. The guy yep. that was, you know, a little more skilled than most, right? Um, where he couldn't go toe to toe for him. Eventually, ended up uh, giving him the old, the old hip toss. Yep. Um, then he got tossed off of a, a balcony. Right. <laughs> Come, what was the one where? Um, what scene was it where he, he had the him and the guy were fighting with like the knife, and uh, it would just like they were just it was just, like a really like on the it was all on the floor this whole fight, and they're fighting pretty much for control over this knife. And uh, he ends up like stabbing him in the chest. Oh, that was in his house. That was in his house. Yeah, where he like yeah he, like, it was. kept on like smacking. His yeah, hand. exactly. Yeah, and so that what I liked about that is that the guy he was fighting against wasn't some wasn't some scrub. You would see that guy actually would like like toss the knife from one end to the other and then strike again. Right. And like you know 
he had a lot of good defensive moves. Like the guy was just he was outclassed, right? But he wasn't just a body to be dropped. No, like yeah. he actually did his best to defend himself for a while, mm-hmm. and it made the fight look so much more natural. You know, it made John Wick look so much more better. Right. Yeah. You know, um, because much more better, Amen. look much more skilled <laughs> because he didn't like you know just easily dispatch him. This was actually a guy that had some skills that you beat. You know, and all of that put together just it makes. It, it just it, it was so good right. um how he had to like just wrap the legs around put him in like nick probably like creamed himself when he saw him like put him in a full guard <laughs> well i thought yeah. uh was it a, uh adrian padalecki who was miss perkins yes did a fantastic job yeah uh she threw fucking some fucking like wild locks in yeah like stretched him out and all that shit and, like, uh, she she grabbed her jacket and her teeth right so that she can use it later on to choke him with it right yeah yeah like she had like and she's great in this. She's she's a very good action star yeah. that no one really knows Slept about. Slept on. Slept yeah. on. Yeah. Like, uh, she's also in the Orville. Really good. Really good show. Really? Check it out. Okay. It's on Fox. Okay. Um, but yeah, like, I know she gets a lot of crap for being like, kind of like, oh, she, she's too pretty to be an action star or like mm-hmm. some shit like that or like she's always in like bad, te- bad shit but mm-hmm. it's like, she was in the bad Wonder Woman pilot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was oh, like, sure. look, it's... She's just picking projects to get out there. Yeah. And I think if she had... I, I kind of I kind of don't like that they killed her. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. It, it didn't need to... It, I think it was one of those, those things, like, they didn't think they'd have a sequel. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. They, they didn't have a sequel. And I, like... That's a, that's a big negative for me because yeah. I, I really liked like that idea of the character. Where she was... Because even, like, the Ruby Rose character in the sequels, like, alright. She you, wasn't nearly as good. She wasn't nearly... Like, yeah. yeah. But, like, I feel like... Uh, she's kind of like one of these like foils to John Wick was like you're not that good mm-hmm. I'm better than you mm-hmm. why are you getting all the press while I'm getting nothing right like, and I think that could have led to like a really cool team up two movies down the line yeah and yeah. I think because they felt like uh, I think they they learned from that mistake with Common right so like Common he's got a knife in his heart but he's still alive <laughs> like I'll just take this to New York Presbyterian yeah like, exactly like we're good exactly um, so he's he's definitely coming back oh yeah you know, easily but, Hopefully he's on John's side. Yeah, like, and, and that's the thing. Like, I feel like if he, he was a good foil too. Yeah, because both because they had the, they both have the same code, and he's like, "Look, I like you, but you know as well as I do that I got to take you down." Well, yeah, yeah. The, our our the code that we both follow puts us against each other. Yeah, and I think even uh, she even said it. It's like in for a penny, in for a pound. So it's yeah, like, she was more like fuck the code. Yeah, exactly. She's like, I'm just gonna do it for money. But I feel like if she had, if she had like a come to earth moment mm-hmm. and realized like, and that's why I say like take. John Wick 2 off, come back for John Wick 3. Yeah. Like, to kind of have, like, this growth moment for... Her. Right, because then, if if everybody... It's a, if it's an open contract for um, John in Part 3, where everyone's against him, um, it, it would be, be cool that yeah. she's going against the money. It would be a sweet Terminator 2-style reveal. Yeah. That only trailers can ruin. Right. Uh, yeah, I they'd be that... like, oh, she's on my side. Yeah, like, that's good. Yeah. Like, And it kind of builds, like, an uneasy alliance. Right. Where, like... Uh, she either is a using him for a purpose mm-hmm. or b like a true friend. And plus, they clearly have a history before because they've known each other several times before she attacked him. Yep. So it'd been cool if they like their teamwork is a little more familiar with each other. Yeah. You know, like they're fighting each other like 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 people who have done this before. It, like um, I hate to keep on referencing different movements, but actually, uh, uh, Mission Impossible Five, mm-hmm. Rogue Nation, where mm-hmm. uh, Tom Cruise and Rebecca Ferguson had that. 
prison fight. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, this is a pretty sweet team. It was, yeah. This is the first time they're meeting. Right. So why do they have this chemistry? Right, exactly. But That's like, what I mean. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you get these two in, like, John Wick 3, and they the have chemistry would have made sense. It's like, it'd be really fucking dope. And yeah. Like, exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah. I think um, Gal Gadot could be in there. I don't know. She's one of those actresses. I thought she did a good job in Wonder Woman, but right. she didn't learn much choreography. You know, a lot of her action was CGI. Oh, yeah, know? she was pregnant, so... That's true. Yeah. That's true, but I don't know how much she'd be willing well, to I think, learn it. I think it depends on also the team. Like, the one, I don't think the Wonder Woman stunt team Although I will say is the as action... good as, like... That's true, and I will say, like, the action movie Wonder Woman's really good, especially yeah. considering she was pregnant. Yeah. You know, considering they're, they're green-screening a baby bump, like, right. they did a great job. I loved watching the action in that movie. But if you get, I think if you give her, like, some actual, like... Because, like, comparing Wonder Woman's action to John Wick's action, very weird comparisons, but Wonder Woman's action is basically smack him with a shield, trip him with the leg, slash him with a sword. And move fast. And move fast. Yeah. While John Wick's is either shoot him or do some actual shit. And I think if you actually, like, I think it would be, like, a growth, like, as in Captain America. Like, Mm -hmm. like, that's the fighting style of the time. Yeah. And, like, so if you learn a different fighting style of, like... Well, in Justice League, she didn't fight any better, but... No, I know. Well, that's, yeah. because, that's because it felt like they were two different studios making yeah. three different movies. Yeah. Like, it's just... Like, you have to kind of... I feel like... I don't know. I don't uh, think Gal Gadot, as an actress... Because just hearing how much she was against, like, quote-unquote, bulking up for Wonder Woman... Yeah. Um, yeah, because, I mean... It, it's only because it's a big. It was a big like paradigm shift for her, right? Because she's she was a model, so the models like get as skinny as possible, right? Whereas like to build muscle felt like you know it was it was not um it was counter in it was counterintuitive to what she had grown up with learning, right? Um, because she was like a beauty pa- beauty pageant and all that, um, and so that alone was a big mental struggle for her to right. allow herself to like gain that kind of weight, mm-hmm. um. So to to go one step further, it's like okay, well now you have to learn how to fight, right? But not like you know, punch someone and they go flying, like, actually learn some techniques. I don't know. I, I feel like... I, I, I Maybe I'm not giving her enough credit. I don't know. I, I mean, it's a fair thing, but, but Keanu I... Keanu Reeves has always loved martial arts. Yeah, he has. I you mean, know, he's about I, it. It would just depend on her... It's depending on people's willingness to do it. And yeah. I think if pe- people, like, will pass on the opportunity to do it, and that's fine. Yeah. But, like, when you get the opportunity to fight, like, you do these fights, like, Colin Firth did all those fight scenes in Kingsman. That's true. And Colin Firth is a classy gentleman. That's very true. But he, like, you have to, you have to, like, you have to kind of... But he wasn't, he's not instinct, I don't know. He doesn't have a history of not being about it, though. Right. You know, she had, I might, I only say Gal Gadot because she has a history of not being about it. Mm. And plus, she's so high profile right now. Right. She might, I don't know, maybe a high profile actor like that might not feel like they need to. You know, yeah. learn those kind of, like put in that kind of work. Not everyone's going to be a Michael B. Jordan. No, you know? true. Um, who will really commit themselves that far? I mean, acting's not her main thing. Colin Firth is an actor, so he will do what he needs to do for yeah. that. I, th- I think, yeah. It also, it depends on the person's willingness to do it. Yeah, and I, I think I feel like she could, but I also I understand your point. I don't know her. I, I don't know her. I don't know her. So none of us, none of us know. None yeah. of us know. None of us know. Um, but yeah. But I think Adrian Pilkey did a great job. Yeah. I think in the second one, Common also did a good job because there are actors that are not so high profile. They got something to prove. They're like, all right, look, I'm not. I don't get too many chances to act. Right. Let me, you know, let's do this. Let, let me, let me be real. Common's like, I think Common goes. I don't get him a lot of cha- chances to do action movies. Mm-hmm. He gets a lot of chances to do like a lot of like urban, ur- like, like urban dramas and yeah. and rom and rom coms. Yeah. Which is like re- really. Well, he's pretty hot. 
I get a, it. Yeah, he's a good-looking guy, yeah. <laughs> but he's also an intimidating figure. Yeah, he could be. You know, like he's got he's got a lot of he's got some bulk to him. But also, I think like maybe he was gonna be. I think he was gonna be a Green Lantern. Well, given his in, a, oh, in Justice League. Ooh, that's not bad. Yeah, I mean, given his his background as a very conscious rapper, though. Right. Urban dramas make sense. His no, life is yeah. an urban I mean, drama. I, I mean, if he I'm with his name att- chose that with his name attached to like these urban dramas, I think that's why they get out and they get a little yeah. bit more press. Like, uh, oh, the hate you give. I know he's in that with a mm-hmm. whole uh, like uh, a lot of other uh, actors, and I think he's like one of the more higher profile names attached to it. Mm-hmm. And like the reason why I think a lot of people hear about it is because of him. Mm-hmm. Um, God damn! I keep on forgetting a lot of the movies he's in. Yeah, I know, like right. he did the soundtrack for Selma, him and yeah. John Legend, yeah. which won an Oscar. Mm-hmm. But I don't like not not a lot of people knocking down his doors. Like, hey, Common. Yeah. So I want you to be this gun toting. Like, I also think he tries to stay away from that too. Like, he doesn't want to perpetuate a stereotype. That's true. But in this one, he's not a thug. He's like he's in a, John Wick too. He's like he's far from it. Yeah, so yeah. I think that's might that, have been the reason why he like. Yeah. Went like for we it. want you to play an Italian. A mobster's yeah. bodyguard. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I, I guess I could do that. Sure. Yeah. You're gonna have a fight in the subway. Yeah. He's not even a hitman, and he's the, no. He's, he's, he's a, a he's bodyguard. A yeah. yeah. He's a bodyguard. Um, but anyway, yeah. So overall, I will say another flaw to this movie to John Wick One. I think the final scene, well, like I didn't want it. Like you, like the final scene's an action scene between. A fight scene between him and, like, a 60-year-old man. Yeah. You know? Well, they... Probably, like, the least skilled fighter in the <laughs> movie besides his son. They, uh, they originally shot, that. like, apparently, yeah. the original fight scene was, like, over, like, 20 minutes long. Hmm. And then the directors were, like, because the movie Between was, him and the 60-year-old man? Him and the 60-year-old man. Because they were, like, Christ. thinking, like... So after they shot it, they are like... Why is this old man a physical match with John Wick? At all. We just saw him run through everybody. Exactly. Like, it doesn't make sense, so let's cut... They, so they cut it right out. Yeah. And, like, they go, like, he's got a punch. He can't do, like, these major things, so you gotta, like... That's why John Wick got hit by a car. That's yeah. why John Wick, got, like, kind of ran through it at the right. end. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, I, I under... Yeah. I feel like that... That... The whole purpose of them putting John through that stuff at the very end was so that the other guy would have... The slight advantage. The slightest advantage. Yeah. Yeah. And then he whips out the knife, which I don't know if you felt it, but knife fights in general in movies for me, once that knife comes out, automatically raises the stakes. Yeah. You know, because now you're not getting beat to death, now you're dying. Yeah. Now, I mean, now you're not getting beat to a pulp, you're dying. Yeah. You know? Um, and there's just a sharpness to a knife. There's an instinctual, like, aversion to knives, to sharp things. No, yeah. That, like, is activated in a knife fight. So when you, and, and I think Oh, it yeah, we know we've here. talked about it before. We have. Where, like, knives are a little bit more personal than yeah. guns. Like... Like you could, you get him in like that. Like we talked about with the the Joker, like knives yeah, are, you know, like you, the reason why he uses knives so he could see people's eyes. Yeah, uh, and I think using a knife, it shows, it like either it could do two things. A knife could show a level of respect because like I don't want to kill you with a gun because I want to make this last, mm-hmm. or it could show like I want to kill you right now because I'm a little bitch and right. I need to fucking do something to help me. Right. So it's it's kind of like this nice dichotomy that it has, where it's like, depending on the person, depending on the character and what how they built up, because, like take uh, we're doing a lot. I'm talking pulling from a lot of movies here. Take Gladiator. Yeah. When uh, Joaquin Phoenix pulled that little dagger out yeah, and yeah. just fucking jabbed the Russell right Crowe. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like this guy's a little wiener. Right. right? And like, <laughs> it's like I hope he gets. I hope he gets his like his yeah, come, his come up. Ins. Ins. Right. Or like you you in this movie where. Um, 
they fight and you go like I understand why he's doing it yeah he could he knows he can't beat him out of the exactly. other way it's more like okay like when it came out I was almost kind of like oh ha- okay with it yeah it's like I could I'd do that too yeah it's like right like you have to realize you're up against John Wick but yeah um although I, I I like what you said about how it makes it more personal right because at this point in the film their business is done yeah you know the dog for the son mm-hmm. you know he still doesn't even have his car back you know yep. like it's it, you're straight. Yeah. You know? At this but you killed his friend, so now yeah, it's that, personal. That was your mistake. It was all personal. You should have called him when you were in the in the helicopter. Right. You're like, hey, John, I killed your boy. Bye. Bye. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You left himself open. Yeah. That being Stupid said. bad guys. That being said, uh, they, they didn't think John would have any way of knowing. Right. It was only because the, the Continental called him and told yeah. him. Right? Um... But that's great because it shows how Adrian Perkins's transgressions came back to everything. Everything comes around, right? It goes around, comes around, right? And that's sort of a big theme in the movie. It's like, well, your wife died because of everything that you had done in your life, right? What goes around comes around, yeah. You know, um, and I and I and I do like that. That was the one thing that really pissed John off. Oh yeah, and caused him to like erupt verbally. Was him saying that he was that it was some his, of his responsibility? Yeah, you know. Um, so that's so that's why he really has that outburst mm-hmm. that you know that people love so much. Like, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. I'm you know, back, baby. Yeah. Well, um, there, I think it was what makes what makes that the outburst a lot better, and I, and I especially enjoyed it now because when I got to watch it critically, um, there was I forgot. Oh shit! I think it was Defoe who said it. Like, it's like oh you. you Oh, you you dipping your pinky back in? It's right. like it's like well, I'm just gonna settle. I was like, well, it might drag you back in. Something right. might if you dip your pinky in, something's gonna drag Pull you. Back. All, yeah. yeah. It's like it's like oh damn, like that's true, and that's what happened. That's like, what happened. Yeah. He was not. Yeah, that and that was the moment where it, was you it know, Ian McShane. It sounds like Ian McShane would say something like that. It might have been at that yeah. when he when he meets him like in the booth. Yeah. In the in in the Continental on the bottom. Yeah, like you know how this goes. You know you yeah. can't you, you can't can, escape it. Right. Um, no, it was, it was Defoe that go and he goes like, I'm retired. And he was like, you sure about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think that that's a great point. Yeah. You know, like it, that was when he fully embraced, like, you know what? You're right. Yeah. I can't dip my pinky in this. It's like, I gotta go full. Right. Full, like I can't, was it, uh, Ron Swanson always said like, don't half-ass two things. Right. Whole ass, ass one thing. thing. And, it's, be, and it's because he made it personal. Yeah. You know, by bringing up his wife and stuff. Oh, I'll never do that. Yeah. Um, I hate to do this, mm-hmm. but we are over an hour. Yeah. Let's give this guy a grade. Right. Um, John Wick, I'm thinking a strong seven. I was thinking a seven and a half. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Very strong seven go. and a half. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It, the thing is, it could be an eight, but just narratively, I think critic, I think like from a, from a, um, I'm trying, I don't know if like theoretical is the word but like a thematic like Thema- standpoint yeah. or a narrative standpoint we just kind of talk about all it had yeah you know which is like what goes around comes around that's it yeah you know? that's the only thing <laughs> yeah. um the otherwise like john wick will kill you that's do you like think, all right here's a weird question it's a very weird question do you think in the hands of a maybe a different director it could have been better or like a little higher up or do you think like this was the right team for it like if it, let's say like um Quentin Tarantino wanted to take a crack at it. Mm. Do you think he would have done a good job with it? Or do you think he would have uh, been like, Bleh. No. 
it would maybe it would have been a better movie, but it wouldn't have been the movie that I wanted to watch. Okay. You know, Keanu Reeves. Been a cooler soundtrack. Uh, Keanu Reeves couldn't. I don't think Keanu Reeves can carry a nine. Okay. You know, except in the Matrix, and I think from an acting standpoint, you know, Morpheus like carries that. Right. You know, um, Agent Smith carries that. You know, this movie doesn't have a Morpheus or an Agent Smith. No. You know, um, so I think that. Maybe it would have been a better directed movie, maybe even a better acted movie if, if Tarantino maybe could get a little more out of um, Keanu in that way. But that's not what David Leach was going for. No, yeah. He, this was an action love love piece. Right. And um, for that, they had the perfect man for the job in Keanu. I mean, even, like, there's always this kind of uneasiness where it's like, is he, is, is his character just cold? Or is he just not? Is, like, what's is the level? Sti- or is he a stiff? Is he just acting? Super what's the level stiff? of disconnect? Right. Yeah. Like, how much of this is you being in character, and how much of this is you being a bad actor? <laughs> you know, I can't tell. Right. Until the outburst. Yeah. And it's like, okay, now he's now yeah. he's in it. You know, um, and there's no there's no second question. There's no second guessing. His char- He is his character, and his character is pissed. Yeah. You know, um, but and yeah, I, I think there's so many conversations with him where it's just like. Are you supposed to be like delivering these one, these like three word sentences to like right. in monotone, like like un- unchanging expression or like? No, I thought like there was a. Can good, you like, not do anything else? Like yeah, there's a difference. Like I think the funniest moment of John, like his the high, high the high comedy spot was when he opened the door for the cop. And yeah. Said, oh, hey Jimmy. Yeah. It's like you you working again? Oh, just personal. Okay. And you see the dead body in yeah. the back, and he was like. All right. All right. See you later. Yeah. See you later, Jimmy. Yeah. I thought that was funny because yeah. it was like kind of on the same level, but it's like it's it um it's like hey like uh, yeah because you don't know what what's gonna happen right um but then like when he get pissed you're like oh like all right like yeah it's fucking real mm-hmm. I know a lot of people were upset that he just fucking shot uh the the son the son without like with any no sort fanfare of... yeah and I think that it, that was if people. Uh, they paid attention. They goes, uh, I think you're uh, the the mob boss said like I appreciate you giving my son a quick death. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have done the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then like get as he was torturing Willem Dafoe, it's yeah, like, I would have made I would have drawn it out a little bit more. Yeah, and then that's you show it shows the difference of the, those two where you think right. they're kind of on the same like professional level. Well, yeah, at least the mob boss likes to think so. Yeah, right. Um, but then just the way they do things, it's. You can see that it's not the case. Yeah. Um, I a hundred percent think everyone should see this movie if you have not seen this movie. Yeah. Um, it's not on any streaming services. Nah. I do recommend you buying it on mm-hmm. DVD. It's not like you could get the double packs. Yeah. John Wick Three is coming out next year, I believe. Yeah. Uh, which already sounds like it's going to be nuts. Yeah. <laughs> He's on a horse. He's on a horse. And an actual again. Mustang. Yeah. So um, it's John Wick versus the world. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I would love it if Edgar Wright did it. <laughs> just like <laughs> it's all comic booky. <laughs> it's like Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> um, yeah, I think giving him the swift death. Um, well, one, I think at that point it wasn't even about the son anymore. No, you know? no, yeah, it was still about oh, what the no. I think it was still about he wanted to kill the son. Like yeah, but it's more like it wasn't a crime of passion anymore. No, you know what I mean? Like he wasn't. He, he was beyond, like, mad. It was more just, like, like, all right, 
done. Yeah. You know, let me just let me just kill him. Done. Let's not drag yeah. this out. I don't want to do this anymore. It's like you're making like, it so much more difficult. For right. Me. Just give me your son. Let me kill him. Exactly. That's it. Like you're like, why are you in my way? You know what I'm gonna do. Right. Just, just get out. Just let's get it over with. Let's get it over with. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. He was almost like weary of it. Yeah. You know, like at this point, like if if he had gotten the the son at the, uh, at the at the at the dance club, mm-hmm. he might have drawn it out a little more. Right. But at this point, he had been through so much. He was like, ugh, I don't want to. Yeah. It's like, even, you're not even worth it, man. Just yeah. Die. Yeah, he's like, like you're the you're the fuck who killed my dog. Right. And you're not even worth my time. Right. Like that. Yeah. That's. Whereas that's, at the end. He lets the mob boss die from that shot to the neck. Doesn't kill him. Right? Doesn't kill him. Lets him die. Yeah, lets him die. Yeah. Right. And that's because that was a, a much more personal affair. Yep. Yeah. Um, I did. I didn't even pick up. He's like, oh, I wouldn't have done that. As as he's like torturing. Yeah. Um, Willem Dafoe. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Hmm. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, very good movie. Yeah. Poor Henry didn't really have much. Uh, <laughs> much a uh, much a uh, screen time in there. The guy that he leaves Adrian Pilecki with. Oh, yeah, poor guy. Poor guy. He was trying to do everything he's right. He's a professional. He's just a professional. Just a professional. But, you know, he's one of the old guard, I think. Yeah. You know? That's like, they know John. John's, at, John's the young, you know, the, the you know, he's, I think they're all, they all see John's like the, you know, he's the best of the new ones. That's right, yeah. Like, know? he's the cream of the crop. He rises to the, the cream crop. of the crop. Right, yeah. rises to the crop. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Anyway, guys, um, that is the shoot. Right, we're an hour, we're an hour and eight. Yeah, you know? like an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, in. we <laughs> we probably talked about John Wick for like twenty five minutes. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wish we got to talk about the action a little bit more, mm. but you know what? We went into a lot of detail with John Wick too. Yep. Um, and really like went went in on that one. So if you want a little more detailed analysis of like action and stuff, which is, um, and you'll see that later in the month when we go into some of the more uh, yeah. Like we got we got a movie coming up where we're gonna be talking about. We're probably gonna break down action a little hell of a lot more. Yeah, because I think this movie has a little more. It tries a little more with like characterization and universe building and uh, narrative than that movie will. Oh yeah. So um, we'll have less to talk about there and and more. Uh, we can dig into the action on that one, um, guys. We love this movie. The, uh, like I said, I think it was worth talking about how much this movie has influenced Hollywood since its uh, yeah. release, despite being somewhat of a sleeper hit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and as always, you can find out when our ne- when this episode comes out. Well, actually, if you're listening to it, you know when this episode's yeah. out. But the next episode and all our other ones um, by following us on Twitter at Movie Mayhem Pod on Instagram at Movie Mayhem Podcast. And if you know you. If you if there's anything you, you know, disagree with us on or some ideas that you have for us, anything you want to shoot us, go ahead and hit us an email, uh, moviemayhempodcast at gmail.com. Oh, uh, yes, that's uh, it. Also, we never we never really uh, touched on it before, but uh, Stanley passed away. And oh. We wanted to say, you Rip know, the God. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you for everything you've done and created. I, uh, I brought him up in an interview. Yeah. Yeah. They asked me who uh, was somebody that uh, I looked for for inspiration. Right. And I said, "Oh, and he, this was like maybe a couple days after he died, okay. or like a week." And I was like, "Oh, Stan Lee, um, as somebody that you know didn't really achieve success until he was maybe forty years old, mm-hmm. um, he was a, a really great example of how doing what you love is worth it, even if at first you're it, it's not going too well and you're not very successful. If you love it, it's worth doing. And um, I really love." I think anyone, any Marvel fan could say that they love the way that he takes the problems of, you know, his, his own life or the average person and injects it into his super, into the superhero, uh, superheroes that we all love. And that's what separates 
Marvel's characters, or at least the ones that he created, on a fundamental level from anything else. That's true, yeah. You know? Which no, is yeah. the humanity that he is able to... And I love the forward. fact that like he even like said, like Spider-Man is... The reason why Spider-Man's face is covered is like, you could just be anybody. Yeah. And, and I think that, that speaks out. like So anybody can relate to Spider-Man, anybody right. can relate to... And the X-Men were, you know... They were gay. They're, they're gay. They're an allegory <laughs> for racism. They're gay. They're black. They're anything. They're anyth- anyone that's persecuted. And they're like, the X Men. Anyone that's going. Anyone that has a shitty like. Right. like anyone that can't balance their life, you're Spider Man. Exactly. You know? And anyone who like uh, you know and like the, I think he heard Doctor Strange and Black Panther and just yeah you know so he, he like and, and like he he knew like lofty expectations and like you know if you can't you gotta uh, fight through a lot of adversity to succeed personally or professionally and you know he he influenced a hell of a lot of people yeah. and it's and the man it, was working up until the end and you know like the thing is i'm not sad that he he passed you know i'm, I'm sad that he won't well the the marvel cameo is going to be a little weird yeah like the first one's going to be real rough to get through but like I'm happy he existed. I'm yeah. happy he was here yeah. in our time. Yeah, and he lived a long life. He lived a long life. The man and the man did so much. Yeah. I, you know, nothing but respect for him. That's true. Um, and on that note, guys, uh, we are gonna like I said, we're gonna have a sour note. Yeah, wow, we really did. <laughs> Shit, nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, next week we'll be a little bit more happier. I think. Do you want to tell them what the? Do you want to tell the kids what we're doing next week? Uh, if I'm correct, we are doing. We are doing. Oh, yeah. it's gonna be a good old time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's gonna be dope. Yeah. We are gonna do Rumble in the Bronx. That's right. <laughs> oh. Starring Mr. Taylor. Coming to a yeah, starring starring Papa T. Um, it's coming to America, but Jackie Chan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got keep keep your eyes open for that one. Until then, we will see you all. Peace. Later. Right as.